Hello, here it's Diane, the Potty Purple Podiatrist from Lane Ends Podiatry, giving you my autumnal foot activity briefing. Well, I don't know about you, but we've just come back from half term here in Warrington in the UK. We went to a beautiful place in Yorkshire called Knaresborough. It's an absolutely beautiful place, and we took our kids in our caravan. We had a few adventures on the way, including breaking down at the top of a place called Saddleworth Moor. It's on the highest point of the M62 motorway. It's the highest motorway point in the UK uh, at a hundred, sorry, at 1,442 feet above sea level. So it was pretty cold up there. We were out and about as well during that week doing various activities. It got me thinking to about how we need to think about transitioning to more winter style footwear from what we've been used to wearing in the summer. Now, I know a load of you people in the UK are going to turn around and say we didn't have a summer, but we did if we really think about it. Anyway, moving on from that, we're not going to be wearing the same footwear in the autumn through into the winter that we have been wearing, or are we? And it's worthy of a few words to talk about the things that we need to be mindful of. Now, these things might be obvious to you, and if they are, and if you're doing them already, that's great. But it's just a good reminder to think about how we can best look after our feet at this time of the year to keep them healthy. So, the thing I want you to think about in the transition of your footwear this autumn winter is, do they still fit? Do last year's winter boots still fit you? Have your feet grown at all? Has the shape changed at all? Have you got a more arthritic joint this season than you had last winter to think about? Is the heel height still right for you? Is it still comfortable? So many people say to me as a podiatrist, it's not my shoes, it's my feet. And I think, well, you know, the easiest bit to change in that equation is the shoe, not the foot. So it might be a good idea to just bear in mind those things. What's the kind of different footwear that you're going to be thinking about wearing this season? Is it boots? Is it Wellingtons? Clearly, for us, during October half-term last week, it was Wellingtons because we had quite a bit of rain and quite a bit of mud in some of the places that we went to. Is it walking boots? Are your walking boots properly serviced and ready for the winter time? Have you cleaned off the mud, dried them out properly and repolished them against the wet since the last time you were out walking with them? Are the insoles in them still robust and intact? Do the insoles need renewing at all? One of the things about walking boots, if you're going to be going out on the hills particularly, is you need to make sure that their thermal capacity is good and make sure that the insulation in them is still sound. To that point, are your socks appropriate? Have they got the right level of thermal capacity? Some people suffer from blisters and they tell me that some of the ways that they address that is to wear two pairs of socks. So they have one thin layer close to the skin, followed by a more thermal layer on top. One of the types of socks that people tell me that are useful in that context is bamboo socks. Why bamboo socks, you might say? Well. Bamboo has got really good absorbency properties, higher than cotton, higher than wool, and it's nice and soft and flexible, so it's good for its absorbency of sweat and also thought to be antifungal and antibacterial as well. So that might be something that you want to think about. On the subject of socks, 
if they've got seams and a ridge in the seam, typically over the toes I find, I like to wear them inside out and have the seam on the outside because I find that's far less rubbing on the toes and you might find that useful too. Keeping our feet warm to prevent things like chillblains is also so important. I don't know, do you know what chillblains are? To explain, it's where the peripheral areas of the body gets supremely cold in cold conditions, particularly things like the fingers, the toes or nose can, no, can go numb or painful and the skin can even break down if those areas don't get rewarmed and circulation restored fairly readily. Let's take an example and it's going to be quite an extreme example if you like. Let's imagine that you're going to go to base camp at Everest. And I know four of my podiatry friends are going to do that this year. The extremities, which are the bits of the body that stick out basically, they really need to be thinking about protecting are their noses, their hands and their feet. Now I'm going to focus on your feet. Well, I would, wouldn't I, because I'm a podiatrist. How can you best prevent chillblains? Well, the best way to prevent chillblains is to keep the feet warm at all times so you're not allowing them to get cold. You're preventing the situation. You're avoiding situations where you're going to go from one extreme of temperature to another because it's that movement, that shift from one to another that causes the circulation to go into a shutdown phase. Let me explain. The body retains the heat in its essential areas, namely the brain and body core your body automatically starves and shuts down the peripheral areas of blood supply if it thinks it's under threat from the cold. Now, this is a primal evolutionary survival mechanism. So maintaining the heat within the body core and brain is its priority. So faced with the cold, it will shut down and the, the supply to your nose, hands, feet to keep your body core and brain alive. Remember, this is a primal survival reflex. It doesn't think, it responds to stimuli. It's been built into us in evolutionary terms from back into the Stone Ages and, you know, wherever. So um, it's, it's not um, anything that's influenced by a modern day thing. So you need to be thinking about how to prevent those areas getting cold if you're going out and about in the cold this autumn and winter. I know it sounds like common sense, but think about the activities that you're going to go out and do. Make sure you're wearing the right gear for it. If it's cold, you need good thermal socks, gloves and a scarf for your nose and the right footwear for the environment that you're going into. But remember, if you do develop any problems like blisters, chillblains, callus, corns or toenail troubles, we're here to help you. And particularly for clients in my vicinity here in Warrington, we're here to help you at Lane Ends Podiatry. And we're just a phone call or online booking away and it'll be great for us to see you. If you are in another area of the country look, and you're having those kind of foot problems, look up your local podiatrist. She or he is going to be quite happy to help you with those problems. So thanks so much for listening to this. I hope it helps you and I'll see you on the audio blog vlog next time. Bye for now. Diane signing out.